Hello and welcome to We Start With Movies, uh, the listening podcast uh, where we discuss a movie in either brief or extended detail and whatever tangents uh, we encounter along the way, uh, we let them come completely into bloom. Uh, I'm your co-host, Augie. With me as always... Is Logan. Augie, I gotta say, you're getting better at those metaphors about what this show <laughs> is every single week. The bloom for this one? Oh, I, I kind of like that. Well, spring is in session, so I thought, you know, tis the season. Yeah, we're in full swing there with uh, springtime right now. So um, our honored guest this week is none other than Hunter McAdams, who is sitting very far from the mics. I think he's a little mic shy. Just a tad, yeah, just a tad <laughs> mic shy, but I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Thank you for coming on. I know it's been a little bit of a... Uh, Tricky situation, trying to find a time where we could all do it, but I'm glad we could finally come in this Thursday afternoon. Yeah, Hunter's a busy guy. I mean, you you have a full-time job almost with uh, uh Just about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I try, but um, that with Greek mythology, you know, keeps me busy. Yeah, yeah, you have your one class yeah. you have taken this <laughs> semester. Okay, so uh, this week, as you can tell by the episode title, we're talking about Ocean's Eleven, the 2001 version, not... Oh, no, really? Oh, did you watch the... Crap, I watched the old one. <laughs> was that the 60s? Frank Sinatra, yeah, oh, and the rap back. No, I did not, I'm just kidding. I thought we were talking about Ocean's but Eight. <laughs> well, yeah, that's connected. But, I, but I've, heard, I've heard good things about the original. I'd like to check it out at some Okay, time. I've heard bad things, actually. I've heard it's like it's just cool because it's like the rap pack. You yeah, know, like, the, the people in, in it... The people in it are legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but this one, though, there's some there's some really big names in, in the 2001 version, oh, yeah. uh, directed by Steven Soderbergh, uh, for those of you wondering back home. What else does what else does he do? Because his name sounds very familiar to me. It sounds like Spielberg. It, yeah. it certainly it does. It does, <laughs> yeah, it's very similar. But he's done uh, Traffic, uh, he did Aaron Brockovich, he did both those the year ah, before, since okay. 11. He did Magic Mike. Oh, I'm familiar um, with yeah. that one. That, okay, see, <laughs> yeah. now I remember. Yeah. He did Logan Lucky, actually, that, <laughs> that came was a good out one a couple years ago. I, yeah, that was actually kind of a in the similar... similar heist movie. Yeah, similar heist movie, but with kind of more rednecks instead of yeah. uh, these, like, suave kind of uh, Hollywood GQ. type guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> GQ guys. You gotta yeah. love a good heist movie, and I'm sure oh. we'll, get, we'll get into it. Yeah, no, I'm really excited, actually, Hunter, that you um, that you chose this film. So, so why did you cho- choose Ocean's Eleven? So, obviously... Um, for those of you listening, you may not know, but um, every single week we choose a film that an actor in the f- in the, the film from the previous week um, isn't the film for the next f- uh, week that we talk about. So this week, um, you went with Ocean's Eleven. So why did you go did. from Cats America Civil War to this movie? So the actor whose name you're going to have to fill me in on is a Don... Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yes. Don That's Cheadle. Right. Um, so, you know, I like the Oceans movies. I've listened to a few of your guys' podcasts, and I know you guys like to work in the realm of comedy, it seems to be. Uh, so, yeah. you know... Yeah, we, and we talked about Warrior, though. Yeah, I know you're just... <laughs> oh, Warrior's a good one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in a podcast where you're connecting a lot of different actors and actresses, this is a good one to really connect different people with because it's got an all-star lineup. Um, and I just love a good heist movie. Yeah, no, I'm excited uh, to really delve into this film and also Me too. go into any other tangents. Whatever that, we whatever yeah. we may encounter. Now, yeah. <laughs> um, just a quick recap on how we got here. Uh, so our very first episode, um, we started with Caddyshack, and the actor that we chose to follow through with uh, was Bill Murray, who was played a very small 40-second part in Get Smart. Um, and then from Get Smart, we took Anne Hathaway, and uh, applied her to Dark Knight Rises. Using <laughs> some interesting terms. And then uh, in Dark Knight Rises, we took Tom Hardy, who plays the character or the villain of Bane, um, and we brought him over to uh, Warrior, um, a MMA fighting movie. Great movie. It was an intense one. Yeah, it, it was is. certainly intense. It's a little darker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we took, um, is it Frank Campania or Camp- Campana? Or? Uh, Frank Grillo. Oh, that's his, what his real name? Oh, in yeah. the movie, his name was... Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Frank, in real life, his name is Frank Grillo. Okay. Yeah. I forgot he plays, he <laughs> plays a character named Frank Yeah, he plays... Yeah. Uh, so Frank Grillo, who plays the trainer in Warrior, um, also plays uh, one of the minor villains in Captain America um, Civil War. 
Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah and that was our last, Civil last War, yeah. episode. And that was our last in. episode. And uh, Hunter is bringing Don Cheadle, who's uh, a war machine in Captain America, over to uh, tonight's film, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, so, wait, so what's his name again, Hunter? In J- Don Cheadle. <laughs> okay, all right. There we go. <laughs> uh, plays, plays Basher. Yeah, so, ba- and he's got a... He's like the tech weird, guy. Weird yeah, ass I, yeah, his accent is. I don't know why he went with that Cockney accent. Do you think it they was, were? I actually do know. Uh, do you? Yeah. So oh, the director wanted to cast a real British dude, um, and he saw Don Cheadle use his accent in a movie, like or a TV show, a TV or, show. Okay. I think he was in, and he just loved it. So he he got him on the movie. Um, but yeah, he wanted a legit British dude, or what, I think it's a British accent he's playing. It's Cockney. So it's like, it's like a it's like it's like uh, regional like British accent. Yeah, so it's like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins, if you guys remember that uh, that film. Yes. Uh, like the one, the original one from the sixties. Like it's it's supposed to kind of be like a lower kind of class. Like, it's like pigeon. usually Have those you heard people. Of pigeon? No, it's pigeon. In Hawaii, it's like. I'm a native Hawaiian, for those of you who don't know. You actually? <laughs> well, I was born there. But, oh, I didn't uh, know that. They have a thing called pigeon, and it's like... But it's P-I-D-G-I-N, right? I think so, and the way... Okay, Augie, he's the resident yeah. Hawaii expert here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it's spelled, but pigeon is like... Uh, it's like a slang, yeah. It's kind of like, what do you call it, cockney? Yeah, cockney is that type of accent. So it's like, if you're for. pulling up to a parking spot, you instead of like asking someone normally, like, hey, are you, gonna, are you staying in the spot? You say... You going stay or you stay going? <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, that like, definitely is like slippers, a regional. like they call like flip flop slippers, and like it's like slang talk. And like my parents, for instance, can like bring it out and like speak it, but they don't <laughs> typically speak it. But like really, they're I'm... talking to someone that speaks pigeon. Is it kind of like Creole? You think? Yeah, yeah. yeah it seems a like bit, a yeah. slang. Like... Cockney is more like the type of accent. Like you'd say like a like a Louisiana accent kind oh, of. That's okay. what it is. But I think there are slang things because. He does yeah. say some things in this film, yeah. Don Shields' character, and you, you just say, I was what, like, what does that mean? Yeah. They're like these colloquialisms <laughs> or idioms. I don't know. They're, they're weird. Augie probably understood them better than I it was It was weird stuff, though, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's just get into this let's film. Let's dive right yeah, in. Let's, let's dive right in. Off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> Splashed right in the pool. All right, Perfect 10. All right. And there we are. <laughs> So, how about we talk about, like, the, the main character in this film? So, Danny Ocean. Mm-hmm. We can start off with Danny that. Danny Ocean. I like the name of this movie. Like, I know it's from the original one, Ocean's Eleven, yeah. but that's, like, a creative title, though. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's just, like, kind of, like, fun. That's, like, yeah, like, he's the main guy, Danny Ocean. He's the one that's, like, forming this team. But, like, it's his Eleven. Like, it's the Eleven guys that he's doing this heist with that's, mm-hmm. like, creates the, the, creates the yeah. like, movie. I, I think that's a creative title, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> I think, okay, I guess you guys don't think. No, I, I think it's the most creative title. Out of every movie that we've watched, this is definitely the most creative title. What's the creative part to it about you? Just like they chalked it up to 11 guys and just made that. Well, I mean, like, the, team, it could have just, I don't know, because heist movies, you know, there's no like rule for how you name heist movies, but I, mean, I, yeah, I just I think suppose. it's like, it's kind of cool. Like, you get like the main character's name, like, you get like a title name there, and then you get like these 11 guys also a part of this team. Like, they're also, like, important. Like, it's not diminishing, like, their their role, like, as... Because, like, heist only works with a team, right? Oh, I mean, unless it's a, a simple heist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but I think, work I think with, like, most heist movies, I would say, are, are you know, team functions. Yeah. But um, I would actually argue that just as smart or near it um, of a title is Get Smart. Because it's kind of a double play. Yeah, it's that's like, true. You know, get smart. Like, Hunter, you need to get smart. So it's I, a, I've, a, I've blocked... It's a command, I, but it's also, it's like, his name is Maxwell Smart. So yeah, like, I've blocked Get Smart get, out of get my Maxwell mind. Get Maxwell Smart. <laughs> yeah, I know Hunter, or I know Logan was not too fond on that movie, but... Something interesting also is that Danny Ocean, his name is the only character's name that was also in the original movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All okay. the rest of the characters aren't the same. Because who? What's Brad Pitt's character's name? Like Rusty, Rusty, Rusty Trombone yeah. or something. Trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Trombone. I, there's I mean, no way there's, that's the name. <laughs> there's Linus. Linus Caldwell is, I, Linus, is Matt yeah, Damon's. Matt Damon. Something else I saw was that Matt Damon's role of Linus was um, originally going to be Mark Wahlberg's. And ah. he backed out because he wanted to do the Planet of the Eight movies. Oh, bad, bad <laughs> choice. And he was, very, he was mad about it. Like, he... He decided to back out, but then he had a lot of negative things to say about George Clooney and Brad Pitt and the movie as a whole. That oh, was a really? Because he didn't get cast in it, mm-hmm. like Mark Wahlberg. I don't know. Well, he, it was his decision to not be in it. He took Planet of the Apes over it, but 
Well, okay, let's let's imagine a world where Mark Wahlberg was in Ocean's Eleven instead of Matt Damon. Yeah. Does that change the movie that much? I feel when I was younger, I kind of confused them because <laughs> they yeah, kind of no, look somewhat too. similar. They're both from Boston. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think it would change that much. I think Matt Damon does a good job, but I think the guy is a little bit not as confrontational as Mark Wahlberg. Like the, his yeah, whole his demeanor. Play, like, yeah. He's yeah. like kind of like a soft spoken like. He hides in the shadows. Yeah, he hides in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. Mark Wahlberg's never really someone to hide in the shadows. He's too stocky. Uh, he's yeah, just, he is. <laughs> he's too stocky. I do you think it was face. sort of changed, like, uh, Matt Damon's career at all or Mark Wahlberg's if it was if it was flipped or no? <sighs> I, you know, I really like Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he's, like, one of my favorites, but he's never in, like, anything really uh, intellectual. He yeah. kind of always plays the same <laughs> character. I mean, he, he's in some good movies, though. Yeah, no, I, I'm not discounting that he's that he's not in good movies, that he's not a good actor. I'm just saying he's, like, kind of always plays the same person. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. I, like, I, always, I enjoy it. What I think of him in real life is is his role from The Departed, where he, where he just, like, is always just, like, bashing someone and just, like, get, like, shitting on them and just shooting a shot with, like, any character he, like, talks to. Like, when he talks to Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like that. that's how Mark Wahlberg is in real life. And I think Matt Damon... Definitely does a better job with his roles. Like he doesn't always choose like the same roles yeah, for a lot of his films. It. Yeah, he like he he's like an Invictus, and he plays like that like South African character who's like a very like stand up guy. But then he'll play like a different role like in. Um, I think Matt Damon is also in some shit movies though. That's true. I think he is. Yeah, he I don't. Is like the Bournes. Yeah, like yeah. the Bournes, like... he plays like a he plays like that guy that doesn't have any memory, and yeah. he does a really good job of like playing a character that doesn't know himself. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I like I like the Bourne movies. I saw um, what was downsizing when it came out. Yeah, that's, that sucks. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> we bought a zoo. <laughs> terrible. We bought a zoo. No, uh, actually, I've heard sucks. we bought a zoo. I liked it. Bad. It wasn't bad. It was a, it was a heartwarming. <laughs> I also wasn't crazy about it. Uh, uh, yeah, downsizing. I watched my family and all of us at the end of it. Just thought, why did we watch this? Yeah, we were <laughs> like, terrible. I just that one. Crap. Um, the informant. I didn't really enjoy either. <laughs> oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> But we should just do an episode about Matt Damon's terrible films, yeah. For Mark, Mark Wahlberg, what you know, what I envision him as overall is the other guys. Yeah. That'd okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think of Mark about. Wahlberg as like the other guys. Or but is he that much different than how he was in The Departed or in real life? In The Departed, he's like angry the whole time. Yeah, that's how he seems like in real. Life. I think I think in real life he's more like kind of lovable, like like his character in Ted. Ted, yeah, yeah, that's I see. Yeah, that's, yeah, kind of like okay, a, a, right. a raunchy comedy guy. All right, yeah, enough of yeah. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> enough of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, this episode's not dedicated to him. So, um, do you so, guys like how Matt Damon's character is like the like kind of new guy to the team? I do, yeah. Because he, it's when this movie came out, he was like a pretty big name already because he had done Goodwill Hunting, he was in Saving Private Ryan. Um, but Brad Pitt and George Clooney at the time this was made, like they, they were monumental. That's like yeah. I feel like that's kind of like peak. Like their the peak of their careers, like in terms yeah. of like their celebrity status, like the early two thousands, and they like just they just carry this film. I think they did definitely they did a great job. Yeah, yeah. All the other characters, I mean, they they had to though. You know, all the other characters. There were so many that camera time probably was like a an issue. Some people might have had. I wonder, yeah, because that's a lot of big names. Yeah, but they all came. To, I think when it's an together, ensemble, you know? I think actors will. At least put aside their ego a little bit when they know that they're working with all these other really well-known good maybe some actors. Which do you think any of them did it in this film? No, I'm, like not Casey this. Affleck. <laughs> I love Casey Affleck I like and his, Scott Con. Yeah, and, they're funny. Yeah, they play the more the Mormon brothers. <laughs> they're just like idiots. And, and they're yeah, morons they're too. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they're having so much fun though the whole time, and I really enjoy it. I really like Casey what, Affleck. What year funny. did this movie come out? Oh four. Yeah. So uh, no, it came out in two thousand one. We can get uh, we can get to our first segments. Um, which is uh, where we were when this film came out. It came out. Let me let me look up the the date exactly because I don't want to get the wrong. Wait, date. we gotta ask Hunter if it's okay. You can look it up. I I, okay. I don't know. Oh, I okay. can't remember. He, well, some of our guests don't let us some look up things. Some of our guests prefer that we don't look up things live on the show. Oh no, I like that. Okay, okay. Like, All right, uh, good. good. Yeah. Two thousand one. Boy, I was. Five? A lot happened that year. Was I five? five. So it came yeah. out December 7, 2001. I wasn't okay. even five yet. I mean, I was probably getting ready for four. Christmas. Getting pretty, <laughs> pretty hyped up. And, you yeah, know. okay, so I was, I was still four, too. At the end of the year, I was I'm trying to think. I, don't, I, barely even, I barely even remember being that young. 
Um, but I will say the, I mean, that's that's when 9-11 happened that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the then, then the D-backs winning the World Series. Like, the, that for me, at least, like, being from Arizona, that was, like, two really big things. Like, obviously, yeah. September 11th was, like, ev- like everyone remembers that. Like, mm-hmm. we were kind of too young. But, like, the D-backs, though, winning, I barely kind of remember that. And that came out, like, a right around when this came out. And I don't even know what I was doing. Yeah, like, getting ready for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, finishing up arts and crafts. Yeah, maybe, like, being in preschool I was just or something four. I was, like, like just yeah. out of my toddler years. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't see this movie, and, and, you know, we'll bridge this into the next segment. I didn't see this movie until I was a lot older. Yeah, okay. no, I didn't see it when I... I my dad... My, okay, my dad... I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but my dad, like, really a lot of films like DVDs yeah. um, in the 2000s like we have a weirdly large amount of movies <laughs> yeah, that from family like, cabinet just filled with the DVDs yeah 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 it's yeah, like from 2000 over. to like 2009 about because really? like I remember we also have like Avatar we only have like two Avatar oh, everyone DVDs everyone owns Avatar yeah I, I don't I don't I actually don't really like that movie that <laughs> no much. but I'm saying that like it's not that great a movie but we like bought it two times for some reason but that was like in just that era when DVD yeah. <laughs> that's when DVDs were like huge like everyone was buying yeah. them I feel like if like because you, you didn't have streaming yet. VHS was on its way out. Like, DVDs were the big thing, and we owned Ocean. I remember, like, always seeing Ocean's Eleven. Did you also yeah. have 12 and 13? No, we didn't. Oh. Yeah. I think my dad has 12, but not 13. Really? Do you like them? Yeah. I. So, they're, I mean, the first one's obviously the best. Um, I feel like with the casino heist, it's really intricate, would be the word. Well, in the first one? Or <laughs> yeah, what? like, all the, all the sure, moving parts yeah. and... Uh, you know, I think they did a really good job doing that. The heists in the second two movies aren't quite as elaborate. It's almost like they have this like weird um, like battle going on with this other guy that steals stuff. Yeah. I think his name is the Silver Fox. Have you seen the other two? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't either, actually. I've only seen one scene from one of the other ones, and I'm not sure which one it is, but it's Linus, Matt Damon, like dressing up as someone else with like fake, you know, nose and mustache and stuff. And he's using this like um, kind of powder or chemical or something to, like, turn this woman on so he can, like, seduce her and steal some code or something. That's the only other scene I've seen from either one of them. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I'm sure that's not <laughs> Yeah, so we can't, we can't give a lot to the... I, I I've heard say, they're not good, so that's why. The one thing I do like is, I uh, forget his name, what's the guy who owns the casinos, the, the villain in the first one? Yeah, what is his name? Oh, that's... Um, you want, you yeah, want to steal from... Blah, blah. But it's Andy. It, his name is Andy. Andy Garcia. Garcia right? Yeah. His, yeah, his character's movie? name is uh, Terry Benedict. Pissed. Terry Benedict. And I'm that that here. keeps going yeah. through the next two movies. Like he's still relevant in his, um, you know. Oh, he's his, a character. In yeah, and it, okay. it comes back around everything. Parts uh, of it go full circle. So that's nice to see. So we've you talked know. about two other trilogies so far. We talked about the Dark Knight trilogy and the Captain America trilogy. <laughs> is this trilogy of Ocean's Eleven movies like cohesive or? Do they kind of... It's cohesive. I wouldn't put it in the same ranks as the Dark Knight, like the Batman trilogy. That's one yeah. of my favorites. Um, Where does Ocean's 8 rank into this? Uh, well, that's more of a spinoff. It's, okay, so it's you a, saw it, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So, you know, we can definitely Danielle talk about that. Danielle forced you to see it, right? <laughs> it was on... It came out on the HBO, so, you know, I'm a big I, movie guy. I... I didn't really have an interest in seeing... because I, I like the actors in it. It's the same reason why I didn't ever see 12 or 13, because I was like, how do you beat this one? I love this one so much. And one of the things I love about it is it's, like, stressful because, like, you know, at the beginning, that guy Ruben talks about, um, you know, how Terry Benedict will slice your kneecaps and ruin your family and stuff. So it's, like, there is an imminent threat of danger. Yeah. But the it's whole really time, risky. it's, like, it, the whole time, it's, you know, for every issue that they have, for every conflict that arises, it's all, it's, it's still, you feel very, like, lighthearted. And, like, it's so smooth about fun. it. Fun. It's, everything is smooth. That's, yeah. that's the word the I was professional like. criminals. The tone of the movie is, yeah, it's, like, Kind of serious, but yeah. it's it's like fun and it just goes along at like a nice pace. Like it, I I feel like there's no like boring scene in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. I think that has to do with like the pacing. I think it has to do with the characters. They're all engaging. Like even like the like less important mm-hmm. characters of the team. They're still they're still like entertaining to watch. Um, okay, I, I have to ask this um, about Don Cheadle's character. What was it? What's his name again? Buster. Oh, uh, Basher. Basher. Um, <laughs> I have a fun fact about him related to this movie as well. Uh, I know we talked about his accent, but what was with the? Um, <laughs> right, we'll go into our next segment here, um, the suspension of disbelief award. <laughs> so 
So Augie has a really long name, but we're not going to get into it right now. So my so if I were to say the suspension of disbelief, which made me think about this, is that EMP like yeah. blast thing that he has. Oh, took out all of Vegas. Yeah, all Vegas. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, they stole, that they, they stole they it stole from the like, school. Well, here's a... Because I think that... What was it called? The Pulse or something? It was it, something like that, yeah. It yeah. was being stored at, like, UC Irvine, like, like a laboratory. Yeah, it was supposed to be, like, an experimental and, like, the night before thing. they drive... The, the <laughs> oh, night yeah. before they drive to UC Irvine, they steal it, and then they drive back and use it, like, the same night well, or the next see, day. See, I like that scene because Linus... Um, they Linus still don't, kind of... Yeah, he kind of messed yeah, things up, does. and also they kind of still don't trust him a whole ton, so that's, yeah. like, a good, like, scene to show. Like, I like that, too, because right when he went in, they came out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And I liked how the two the, the brothers were fighting when Linus, like, left, yeah, and he's like, I'm not touching you, I'm not <laughs> touching you, I'm not touching you. They're playing the game, too, they're, like, 19. Who are you thinking of? He's like, is it a guy? He's like, yeah, 18. Evil Knievel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Do you guys have a scene in this movie that was, like, like, this segment kind of is, like, a scene that was more ridiculous than the, than the oh, okay. rest of the movie. I was just thinking out of this movie, like, the heist is, it's, like, it's obviously, like, it's, it wouldn't, that would never kind of happen in real life. But it makes sense yeah. in, the, in, the, in, like, the, in the realm of the movie. But that thing was, I know they needed it to complete their plan, but it was, like, what the? Mine was when Bernie Mac was at the car dealership and he was shaking the guy's he hand. He squeezed the guy's and he's hand. And ta- he's telling him about lotion and he's telling him his hand is really soft and he's just crushing his hand and the guy drops the price of the van like three grand. Yeah. He's on the spot. Lovely. The brothers in the parking lot just jumping on the van. <laughs> Dude, I forgot about Bernie Mac in this movie. I actually really, yeah. it was really good to see him again in this movie. Rest in peace. Yeah. What, yeah. How, how did he pass away? It was like what a few years ago. Yeah, I think it was it was maybe like a decade ago or something. I I do not know how he passed away, but yeah, uh, he's like I feel like like that's a role like in in a lot of his movies that only he can play. Like yeah. I'm sure like other people could would, could be cast in that role, but he does such a good job with with like what he's given in his movies that it feels so Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. No matter what movie it is, I don't know if you guys feel about that with him. Yeah, I like Ber- I like Bernie Mac too. Two thousand eight. You know, not a few years okay. ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was a while ago. Well, I said a decade ago. I yeah. said a few yeah. years though. Oh, okay. <laughs> One like. of the scenes I really liked, and it's very very minor, is when you the in the very first scene when George Clooney walks in for this parole meeting. George Clooney's got an awesome prison beard. He's yeah, looking he very does. very suave. I mean, would but, you expect anything less though? No, no but, I guess I wouldn't. But you know, <laughs> you remember when we were talking about how bad Bruce Wayne's depression? Yeah, was? that's true. Christian <laughs> it was, like, Bale disgusting. Had, yeah, we were talking about Christian Bale's beard in The Dark Knight Rises. It's, it's gross, dude. It's, it's like disgusting. a neck beard or what? No, it's like scraggly. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, very it's a gross beard. I'm not. But a George favorite. Clooney's looking good with the. Oh yeah. You know the the chiseled gray like. George Clooney does he he grows his beard out in quite a bit of movies actually um, like even some movies he's directed which I think I don't know but he he looks so different with a beard like he looks so like just like in this movie like he looks so like suave and and like charming without a beard and then when he has a beard he, he doesn't look bad but it may, it makes him like his face look entirely different yeah I think it makes his face look kind of fat <laughs> growing up George Clooney was always like the sexiest man alive. Like, I feel like in my youth, that's all I remember seeing. He's got that salt and pepper hair at a young age. He's like the magazines and the checkout aisles. It's always George Clooney. (laughs) But it it seems like there is a lot of drama that has revolved around his life. And Brad Pitt's also. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think it's because George Clooney's one of those guys that's first a celebrity... And even though he like he's an actor second, well, <laughs> which I think this, he still is a good actor. Like you know some, I think he is, yeah. you know like some actors like like kind of like The Rock. Like he's like The Rock first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he's like an actor second. I think George Clooney is like that, but he's still he's like such a good he's like such a high status celebrity that his acting is still better than like most other actors. I hope that speaking of The Rock, I hope that Gronk in his retirement becomes the next the new Gronk. Rock. That Dude, awesome. I know I could totally see Robert Kowski. He has the capacity yeah, to remember you, lines and. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you love to see like an action movie like starring like The Rock and Gronk? <laughs> <laughs> I could directed see it. by Michael Bay. I would love something like that. Oh yeah, that. and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg is in it too. It would be the female, the fe- the female, the actress. I don't know the next uh, the next Giselle. big thing for <laughs> Megan yeah, Fox. from Michael Bay. Yeah, Megan yeah. Fox. Is she still around? I haven't heard from Megan Fox in a while. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what are, what's the next thing I got on on my list here. <laughs> I have a couple. Like, I have a couple of fun facts. Two pages, yeah, you got a fun fact about yeah, Basher. But, yeah, so he uh, he demanded to be above the title on the movie poster alongside Matt Damon. Oh, let's pull it up. Um, 
uh, Brad Pitt and George Clooney, and they didn't uh, let him. So when you look at the credits at the end of the movie, he didn't want to be listed in the credits at all. That was like his protest. So then in Oceans 12 and 13, he was on the poster above the title with those three guys. So that's... Okay, so okay, yeah, we got, we got... Well, okay, I don't know if you guys know this about movie title posters, but the the far, the far furthest left and up means you're like the, the first build actor. So on this one, George Clooney's the, the top left, so that means Makes he sense. is the, the first build actor. And then Matt Damon... Which is um, interesting, because you think... Yeah, wait, Matt Damon's ahead of Brad Pitt? Yeah, I know, Andy Garcia, Brad Pitt, and Julia Roberts. So that's on the huh. uh, that's on the IMDb poster, so that's, I think... That's the one that's on the DVD cover, too. Yeah. That's, that's the one, one that I... But if you look at the, look at the picture we're looking at, it's in a different order, and it's all the same people. No, yeah, well, exactly, but but <laughs> most photo. so most um most movie posters won't follow like the the order of like the people on screen. It will follow like first build, second build, third build, fourth build, and so on. Um, for like this movie, maybe Matt Damon's before Brad Pitt. I don't know because Brad Pitt was in a lot of big movies before two thousand one. Yeah, Matt Damon was too. Um, okay, how about Julia Roberts? Why don't we uh, Why don't we mention her? Do you guys Do you guys like that character? Yeah, at the time she yeah. was one of the highest paid actresses. So it was like a good yeah. A good find, you That's know? why I feel like this movie, like, looking back, you, like, it's like, yeah, we know these are all, like, big actors, and they're actually all pretty relevant still, but, like, at the time, though, like, they were all at the top of their oh, game. Oh, yeah, she was getting paid, like, $20 million a movie, I think, and uh, when they were trying to get her to do the role, speaking of George Clooney and his, you know, his suaveness. His beard? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, did he convince her himself? Well, he, what he did was when Dude, they sent her the ah, script, he, he wrote a little guy. note and he slipped her a $20 bill in it. And he said, I heard you're getting paid 20 a movie now. Like a, oh, so you, yeah, yeah that's, he's pretty smooth. Dude, that's, yeah. But his role oh, was, was dude, casted George for Clooney Bruce Willis. So cool. Did you know that, too? Who? Bruce Willis was oh, supposed to be Danny Ocean. I couldn't see I that. I couldn't see it either, but that's oh, what I saw yeah. online. I, I, really, you know, I did some research beforehand, yeah. and these you, are all things I found. To, you went to IMDb's trivia. <laughs> I looked up Ocean's Eleven fun facts. <laughs> no, yeah. I like it. These are all very, these are all very uh, like cool to hear. I didn't know that Bruce Willis was one of the first But so in a way, yeah, George Clooney and... They had never met before. George Clooney and Julia Roberts had like, never worked together. So I guess they had kind of like a flirty thing going on off camera, too. Mm, interesting. Mm. Well, he's married now, though, so. <laughs> Is he? I've, I've heard a lot about his relationship. Yeah, she's like a model or something. Is she like in know. college or something? No, she's not that young. <laughs> I think she does some pretty... I'm for, Is it Amara is her is her name? She does some pretty, uh, pretty hefty uh, humanitarian work. Oh. oh, I do know who she you're talking about. Yeah, I actually yeah, do. Yeah, she does yeah. a lot of good costumes. Um, is it Amara? Amal. Amal. Yeah. He he used to be married to Talisa Basalm. Balsam. I don't know who that is. Talisa, you mean Talia? Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there's I thought there's an S there. What's uh What's our next segment, Logan? Okay, so our next segment. Uh, let's see what we got on the table here. Uh, oh, we could do this. We haven't talked about this yet. Um, the quotes I'd like to highlight award. <laughs> Ah, okay. So, um, I don't know, some, some episodes we talk about a lot of quotes. We haven't mentioned any for this one. So, uh, do you guys have any on, off the top of your head that you, you'd you like to talk about, or what? I'm going to need a second to the think first, about this one. Th- uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher it, but it's when Brad Pitt goes to, he's in the, the kind of like the strip club bar, uh, and he just like is taking a break from teaching Topher Grace and those other like n- newbies how to play <laughs> poker. And he goes up, and the guy says, the bartender asks him a question, and he, and, or Brad Pitt asks the bartender a question or something. The bartender can't hear him, and then he says, like, what? And Brad Pitt says, I'm nailing your wife. And the guy's like, oh, nice. <laughs> he can't hear him at all. That's one of my favorite ones. I feel like this movie is, like, I'm looking at the quotes right now on, um, on Ron Tomatoes. I don't know. I, I'm not, like, remembering any of these quotes. I think, I, th- I don't think, like, the quotes are what's memorable about this movie, if you guys. I would, you know I, mean. I would agree. The quotes are not what's memorable. There are there's some good ones that I like, but yeah, that I would say that the the process itself, the scheme that they pull, and and the twist at the end are what's memorable. Another one, I another quote I have written down is, um, I forget who was asking who, but I'm pretty sure Saul was eating an orange. It might have been when they first. They're always got eating. To, yeah, they're always eating. Dude, they're that's how Brad Pitt is on movies. Yeah, he's he's eating, him and Robert eating. Downey Jr. always eat things <laughs> in movies. <laughs> They do a lot of eating, so I think it's I think Rusty Brad Pitt's character asks Saul, like, "What's with the orange?" And Saul says, um, "The doc says I need vitamins," and uh, Brad Pitt says, "Why not vitamins?" And then Saul goes, "He's like, 
what are you here to give me a physical? <laughs> I like that kind of I like of, Saul's that, character. I like that kind of back sass. Yeah, I like Saul's character too. He had a good quote. He was said something about like if you ever ask me that question again, what what's right there? It's like if you ever ask me that question again, um, you won't wake up the following morning. Oh yeah. Wait, who is Saul the is, Saul's the old guy. Okay. Is he like the really old guy that they used for part of the plan to act like that yeah. wealthy guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He wears like, like a bucket Schleiman hat. Or yeah. something like um that. okay, so yeah. I guess I don't really have a quote this week, but I, I mean, I don't know. There's not, like, I think the quotes aren't what make this movie. Like, some other movies, like, yeah. the quotes are, like, a very integral part. Like, for Caddyshack, for example, like, Augie was, like, dropping quotes the entire episode he was talking about. Yeah, he did have a lot. The scheme but, is what makes it yeah. this movie. Okay, so I, I don't even... I, I do have one more quote. Okay, Can I let's say hear. my one more yes, quote? because okay, like, Hunter and I didn't say it. It's, one, like, at so. the very end of the movie. Well, I guess you kind of did. And it's when George <laughs> Clooney gets out, of, gets out of prison again, and Brad Pitt goes, like, like, were you someone's bride? Because he's, like, wearing the tux from the night they arrested. Oh, arrest yeah, him. I remember this part. And uh, George Clooney goes, like, hey, Ted Nugent called. He wants a suit back. <laughs> Brad Pitt's wearing that, like, hideous, like, rattlesnake yeah. suit. Yeah. Okay, so do you guys like uh, the suits they're wearing? Because I've, I've heard this, um, like, theory about how movies will look outdated like, when they're, like, set when they're made. So this movie was made in 2001. It was set when it was made. Was it actually Was it actually set for 2001, though? Yeah, I, I think it's okay. not supposed to be, like, the, yeah. like the past it's or future. Really I think it's just, like, it's a round of when it was made. Um, there's, like, this theory that movies will look outdated because of, like, the, the clothing that, like, people wear, especially, like, suits. Like, suits, even though, like... Yeah. The, even though people have been wearing suits since like the forties, thirties, whatever, they, they change. change. Do you guys think these the suits in this movie place it like, oh yeah, this is like this is an older movie? Like, if you knew none of the actors and you didn't know when it was filmed, uh, just based off of like their clothing and like their suits, would you be like, oh yeah, that movie definitely took place in like the early two thousands? I don't know if I could pinpoint it to the early two thousands, but I think I I could watch this movie and and look at the suits and be like. Yeah, like this isn't. This is not like present. This is not the st- like. Yeah. That's not the style anymore. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I am was watching it. I thought it was set earlier on, like maybe eighties or nineties. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is. Because Le- Lennox Lewis was fighting, and I don't know when he boxed. Yeah, but, I don't know either. I, I wrote that down too. Because I, I was interested. They talked about watching yeah, boxing on HBO, uh-huh. which is another thing that made me wonder. Like, when did you watch boxing on HBO? Because that's what originally. People used to watch boxing on, so I was yeah. interested to know. And the way just everything was set up, the way they were dressed, the lingo almost Wait, made me feel like the, this earlier. What was his name? Lenny. What? Lennox, isn't it Lennox? Yeah. Oh, Lennox, Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Another good indication for me, like um, kind of ballparking, like when a movie takes place, is the cell phones. Mm-hmm. That that's a, that's a big one for yeah, me. Yeah, and they so had like, the little. Yeah, they had a very small little cell phone. That oh, okay. That so you said eighty nine to two thousand three, and if with the cell phones, yeah, that makes sense because he boxed till two thousand three. So there you go. So he probably said in two thousand the then. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so I do not know if Augie. I'm gonna go on a hunch right here. I don't know if Augie wrote down like the whole plan, but I feel like you did in your notes. Am I the, right? The whole. Pl- I feel like the scheme, like the heist. Like the whole, like the point of this movie's ice. Yeah. I feel like you like wrote some notes about that. Am I or about am I wrong in thinking that? Um. Okay. There's. I mean, there's a couple of things I wrote, but like you, you like questioning the scheme. No, like I, I kind of just want to like go through like the heist. Like I think that's like a fun, like the fun thing about this movie. So um, I have it pretty fresh still. Okay. All right. Why don't Why don't you start off? Like, what's obviously the whole movie kind of is preparing for, but I'm talking about like. Like, when they when they actually do the heist. When they get there? Yeah, like, when they start doing it. Yeah, so it's Danny Ocean, and then is he part of the 11, or is he the 12th? Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's Danny Ocean, there's Rusty, there's Saul, there's Linus, uh, then there's Livingston, that's five. There's Basher. Okay. And there's Basher. There's you, Virgil. The two there's brothers. Two brothers, yep. Virgil and Turk. Um what? This is the little Asian. Did I mention Bern- oh, oh, the Asian, the yep. amazing Yao, yep. or yeah, the gymnastics amazing guy, amazing Yen, amazing Yen. Um, that's nine. Uh, Julia Roberts, right? I don't know if she. Counts. She wasn't in on it. And then there's there's Ruben, Elliot Gould's character, so that's ten. Uh, and then did you Saul? Yeah, I think I mentioned Saul. Did I mention Frank? Who's Frank? Bernie Mac. I don't think. Oh, so. oh you Ramon did. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Frank, was. that's eleven. Okay. okay, so so Danny's not part of the eleven. Yeah, then. so it's okay. o- yeah, so Ocean's eleven. That with the apostrophe that makes sense. Um, but uh, I, what I liked is you know how each one of them has like a different set of skills. They need they need each one of them. And I like how the movie goes through showing when they're recruiting all of them, 
them doing things that are you know pertinent to like their special skill yeah. in the ensemble. Uh, but also during the during the plot when you're seeing it like actually happen, you're getting to see each one of them like do their like specialty also. But I when I yeah. saw the movie, I really didn't think that. I thought that it was like screwed up. I the first time I saw it, I totally didn't expect like the couple of twists that there were uh, there at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you want to talk? So do we want to talk about that then? Because I sure. think that was I think that was such a cool it was uh, choice from like the film. Because you because a lot of times like when it comes to heist movies, you either don't show the plan, and then you're like in suspense of like if it's gonna work. But this is a movie that shows the plan, so. There's got to be like something because if it just follows the plan, then where's the where's the suspense? Yeah, and, and like I think that. that that's what, what one of the issues I heard was with Ocean's Eight was there weren't really any hiccups in the plan at all. Do you recall, Hunter? Um, like yeah, they actually they they were pretty. Or is Augie talking out of his ass? No, he's not. They were pretty descriptive <laughs> in the plan, um, and everything kind of went as planned. And then they got the heist finished. To my knowledge, if that's how I remember, I wasn't like. So you, don't this even, movie, you don't even remember. Well, it wasn't like like I remember Ocean's Eleven and like the twist at the end and how are we allowed to? We don't. Have to oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Spoilers. Oh yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. There's a, there's an uh, implied spoiler warning when you yeah, I start figured. listening. Um, but yeah, so they. I mean, the twist at the end where they had previously recorded it, and you know, I like that scene where. Um, Benedict, Tony Benedict's in the in the yep. safe, and he's like, "Look at the camera. Does it have the Bellagio on yeah. it?" Yeah. And there's not. So, you know, that's when you realize that they they pulled that out, and you saw so much of the heist and what goes into it. But they they didn't mention that because they wanted to kind of leave that twist at the end. And then you see Brad Pitt and the guys walking out as a SWAT team with the yep. band that they the, had painted. Well, the helmet flip. Is, yeah. Is well, the twist is huge. that you think you think the stuff you're seeing with uh, Terry Benedict and the like, team is like the same night. Right, is because don't they reveal, um, don't they reveal that like everything that he like thought he was gonna catch him and it actually happened like like weeks before or something like so that. So it was right? like I don't think it was that it was that far before, but he actually like thought that he was like gonna catch police. him when yeah he yes, actually thought yeah, he was calling yeah. the police and they blocked it. They sent yeah Brad okay. Pitt in yeah. and they showed the SWAT team and the firing and the the sounds and, that and everything the whole time. But it was actually yeah yeah that's okay yeah, yeah 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 I, yeah I think that's such a like that's such a cool thing because like. Ice movie, like you're you're like fooling someone else, but the movie fool us. It did, mm-hmm. and you think when when Brad Pitt has kind of loses his cool on George Clooney um, about you know why is you know this is all about tests, like this isn't mm-hmm. about yep. this isn't about the heist. You think that like they're like actually having like kind of an eruption, but they perp- they purposely like tried to fool like you know Linus and stuff to make it like seem even more real. So like Brad Pitt was like in on it with with Danny Ocean the whole time that. You know they were going to be, you know, spoofing uh, Linus and the rest of the team about Tess. Why do you think they did that? What the the intention um, of that was, I was wondering that. I was like, why? Ma- the only thing I could think of was to make Linus, you know, throw him into the yeah. deep end and hope. Well, I think it's, it was supposed to too. like cause tension and and make in like th- well, it was it's supposed to cause tension within the movie, but also with the like in terms of the characters, I think it yeah like it's supposed to throw the scent off of, like, this plan, like, working great. So, like, the team doesn't know, like, doesn't know everything. Like, who knows everything on the plan? Danny and... Rusty. Uh, yeah. And uh, Brad Pitt's character. What's his name? Rusty. Rusty. What's his Rusty last Ryan. name? Rusty Ryan. Is it Rusty Ryan? That's, I think so. Yeah, it's not Trumbo. It's Rusty <laughs> Ryan. Rusty Trumbo. Yeah. That was close, though. Uh, well, Augie and I were talking about this separately, actually. Like, I think it kind of has... Um, not to spoil like a completely different movie entirely, but it kind of has like a similar um, ending to The Sting. Yeah. Uh, do you know The Sting? I have not seen The Sting. It's with Robert Redford and uh, and Paul Newman. Um, it was made like the other guy's name. We're always wondering about that plays Quinn and Jaws. Oh, Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Uh, <laughs> no, but like this remind it reminds me of that. Like it's. You think you know what's going on in the movie, and then they like pull a rug out under you, and then you look like a fool. You're like, oh, I love that. You're like, I, I didn't even see it coming. Yeah. But like, it makes that's a good movie though. If that happens, yeah, you know, no, yeah. It, it's a really good movie because it's it, the only time when I like being made a fool. Yeah, well, because <laughs> the you know, there's there's twists in movies where it's like, oh, it's revealed that this one thing is is like actually the other thing. But this one though, it's not revealed that it's different. It's just they didn't show us. They didn't like show mm-hmm. us like that angle. So like, it it, it still like works. It still works if you like know it, cause that's like, cause every time re- you rewatch it, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But it still works though, because you're so, like you're just invested in like what you're seeing, and it's like, and then like it hits you, and you're like, oh, come on. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's like a lot of like little foreshadowing things in there that you like don't even pay attention to when you first see them, but then when it comes full circle, like the um, the pine air freshener in the van. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And it like yep. zooms out on it that one time, and you're like, why am I looking at this? And then later you see it on the van, and you're like, oh. Yeah, that's that's the same van that they yeah. used from yeah, before. Yeah, those moments, those, oh. And it, yeah, <laughs> when they were planning in the beginning, when they were talking about names, it was when uh, Danny Ocean and Rusty Ryan were getting dinner after they were at his little poker training class. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, we're going to need a lot of Charlemagne's. And then when he goes to the strip club and talks to the girl and gets the card off the guy, he's like, thanks, Charlemagne. And then at the end of the movie, I don't know if this is actually what it was, but this is what I thought. When they had all the stripper cards everywhere, I, I uh, kind of perceived that as a lot of Charlemagne's, like a lot of the cards everywhere, oh, the stripper cards. I didn't cards. even think about that. Oh, um, okay. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I didn't even catch yeah, nice, that. Nice yeah. pickup. Yeah. Look, look at this. We have a good guest this week. Yeah, our, our resident Charlemagne <laughs> expert. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about Always. the real Charlemagne real quick? Um, from 700. <laughs> the king? Yeah, the, uh, king Charlemagne from the 700s. <laughs> oh, quick boy. history lesson here. No, so um, I actually wanted to talk about this, um, but then we started talking about the, the twist, which is really fun. But um, I think, like, the sign of, like, a good heist movie is, like, is, you know, not, like, if there's a twist or something, it's, like, keeping that, if, like, the action, um, like, makes sense. But also I think it's if, like, every member on the team has a different role. Yeah, I think um, so, too. So what, what role would you guys, like, what would you guys like to be if you were on, like, a heist team? So would you guys like to take the, like, like the lead guy role, like Danny Ocean, or would you like kind of? Would you guys rather kind of be like a cog in the machine, where like you do one specific thing, and it? But if you mess up that one thing, yeah, then like it's all ruined. Boy, I don't know. That would be that would be tough. That's I guess a good question. yeah. Of the supporting cast in this movie, who do you guys think had the most important role? I thought the amazing Yen. You know, like who? So yeah, is if that they, kind of yeah. We haven't even talked about him really much yet. Yeah, so yeah, his role was was um to get to like. Inside dodge, the vault. Yeah, inside the vault to, like, dodge all the kind of, like, mm-hmm. uh, lasers. Or, he basically right? has to do one backflip from the, uh, the Oh, so the he doesn't touch in. the ground. Right? Yeah, and that's, yeah. like, his yeah. one job. And then he, like, he, he, he loads up with the explosives on the inside mm-hmm. while Danny yeah. Ocean does so the outside. Danny Ocean can pop it. Um, yeah, so. okay, that's true, yeah. So, well, I mean, that one, like, li- is, like, I, like, feel like yeah. literally the, mo- like, hardest thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who could do that? Well, first of all, he's, like, compressed in that, like, they give him the air, air room for service cart. Too. Yeah. Where his body is, like, contorted like this with the, yeah. the, he's so the air flexible, for 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Well, even, like, someone like Saul, like, he, he acts like he's the... Um, he died. Well, yeah, he acts like he's died, but also he's supposed to be, like, the guy that sells it from the beginning because he acts like he's this, like, ma- this like rich, uh, wealthy business yeah. uh, guy that comes, like, to... What is it? What what is this? The Bellagio that they um, what? yeah, it's the Bella, it's the vault for the Bellagio. Yeah, but it feeds in from also the MGM and one more right. Yeah, Caesar's it's, Palace or something. Yeah, something like that. It's the vault for all for three of them, but mm-hmm. it's it's at the Bellagio. So so if you, I think I would, I think I'd rather like just do like the one role thing. I agree, yeah. Because I like think I would too. seeing the whole picture, like that would be so stressful. Yeah, you like to you see got, the whole picture. You had to have like all these things work, and if like one thing messes up, it ruins the entire plan. Yeah. Coming up with the plan, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Danny Ocean already had thought of it before he got out of jail. Yeah, but, that's true. And he knew he had, who he had to recruit, like, which guys he needed. I forget. Why Why do they? Why is he in jail at the beginning? Was it for a previous um, heist? Or, yeah, because uh, at the very beginning, he's they're like, you know, why are you, what caused you to get arrested? And he's like, well, my wife divorced me, and so, like, I wanted to, like, steal something. They're like, do you think that'll happen again? And he's like... Well, she can only divorce me yeah, once. That was a good quote too, I thought. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Nice. That was a good one. <laughs> but then they get back together. So Yeah, and then they get back together. So, <laughs> so theoretically. Yeah. She could divorce well that's why there's Ocean's thirteen. If the divorce was never finalized to begin with, then they were never even really divorced. So they could still be divorced. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Alright, so doing a little numbers game here. So it's hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, I think it's a hundred and sixty. I just watched. I just rewatched like okay, right before coming in. Because I remember they were saying like when he gave him the numbers like one hundred and sixty. Yeah, and he's like he's like on a regular night. Oh, really? Like it's like twenty million dollars. Like on a weekend, well, it's like <clears throat> eighty million. On fight night, it's like close to one hundred and sixty million dollars. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, so which is I, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> shit ton of money. What yeah. would you guys do if you were instantly granted that much cash? Like, uh, what would it be? Eleven million? Or? Well, it'd be twelve people because Ocean's eleven. So. So it'd be twelve. 12 it'd be twelve and a half million. If it's one hundred fifty million, million, it'd be okay, twelve were, and a half million. You were just given twelve and a half million dollars. What would you do with it? Wow. I feel like I'd leave the U.S. first because, or is that like too suspicious? Is it dirty money? No, it's, talking? it's totally clean. Totally You're clean money. In this perfect, like in this, yeah, you just won the lot. Twelve and a half million. Just literally, just won the lot. So all three of us won it, right? Do we? 
right? We each won twelve and a half. First thing I do is not tell anybody. <laughs> well, but I know that you won twelve million though, so. But you're not gonna try it, you know. People, when you win money and like. If I know, won twelve and a half million, the last thing I would do is steal from you, Hunter. But yeah. I would try to steal from you, love. <laughs> Second best. Okay, that's thing. fair. <laughs> well, when people win the lottery and stuff, you know, they yeah. keep, they want to keep their identity secret. Cause yeah, that's true. But this one though, you like no one would even find out who did it. But that's the point. That's you. You got away. Yeah. You got away scot free. You're good. Um, I think with the twelve million, um, I, because you couldn't just put it into a bank, right? Because you, like they would. Or are you saying it is clean money? You could yeah, just... it's totally clean. So you, I mean, okay. you could. You can buy whatever you want. Yeah, you can buy whatever you want. Uh, well, I think I well I maybe I would go to Vegas and I I drop some money on some bets just for fun, like uh-huh. just not a lot. I mean, but yeah, you got quite a couple. You know, a couple thousand and from different areas. Uh, talk to you my. Wanna be, you want to be the popular guy at the roulette table? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'd buy a nice suit. I would. I would buy a nice suit. Speaking of that. I think I have a good like a cool. a suit that like fits you like really well. You just like it just feels nice. Like it just yeah. feels good. I'd probably buy a boat. Like go to a I want to buy a beach house somewhere and get a boat and just go fishing and stuff and just yeah. like I think pack I, a cooler. I'd do something like that too. Or I'd probably buy like a pool table would be like really cool. <laughs> Maybe some really, really nice expensive one. shoes like like uh, collector shoes. Yeah, I I think just like buying some like not using all the money on possessions, but like yeah, well of course using you would some save it, of it. You would give some to your family, but if like. You're you're like I just won twelve and a half million. I'm gonna set aside this huge chunk for like my family and like for friends and gifts. But I want to make like one impulse purchase now. What what is the impulse purchase? You so shoes, a boat. I'd boat probably house. go. I'd probably go for a boat. Yeah, I'd probably. Yeah, that's a good one. A, a small little like shack or something. You know. Nice. Yeah. Just something nothing, nice. Something really luxurious. Something like, you know. Uh, Pretty, you know, on its own, you know, not yeah. too many, like a, maybe like on a small island or uh, something with some character. Yeah, but like it's not like, like a busy place. island. I yeah. think okay. I, now, now I'm thinking about this. I think I'd probably buy like a, like a first edition like movie poster or something like that. Like <laughs> something that I can like hang in my wall that like and that like stand by. doesn't depreciate in value. Because if you buy like a car or boat, like it's gonna yeah. depreciate in value. Yeah. Like someone something that like. Won't depreciate in value, so if I have to resell it later on, if I lose all my money. <laughs> if you only have the movie poster left. Yeah, I could sell that, yeah. Something you yeah. can just stand Or it doesn't have to be like a movie poster, but something like that. With, like, a drink and just, like, shake around and just ogle yeah, the Yeah, I'll be like, poster, uh, just like, you know, like an original edition, like, Jaws poster or something. That's wow. like, What do you think Spielberg. that's going, what do you think an original edition Jaws poster is going for? I don't know. Maybe one that's signed by Spielberg. Let's see. Holy um, smokes. I so bet while, that's. While he's looking it up, what would you buy? Um, well, I, I think a pool, a pool table would be fun, because <laughs> um, those are expensive as hell, and, like, transport and everything. Um, would you also pay for the transportation? That, oh, yeah, of course yeah. I would. I got 12 and a half million. I'd get a pool table made of gold. <laughs> no, um, I'd probably no, buy expensive. Uh, a boat also would be fun. I think boats are just so cool. Like, you can just go take a boat out whenever you want. Would it be, like, yeah. a lake boat or an ocean boat? It'd be a speed boat. Okay, no, but I feel like, would you have it on the lake or an ocean? I mean, I would take it wherever I want okay, to go. Okay, right. so you'd, you'd buy to. a truck then, too. He'd buy yeah. a truck and, a, okay. and like, a, um, like a trailer. Yeah. And like, he'd have a spot at the marina. Probably start on the ocean, though. All right, so it looks like Jaws original one-sheet movie poster. It's just $2,700, so I could just... So you'll like, have a lot left after yeah, that. Yeah, I'll have a lot left. You could buy every Jaws original poster <laughs> ever. I could collect them, and then, yeah. I could, and then I could up the price, yeah. But some, something like that, maybe not that exactly, but something that's, like, more expensive, that is, like, like a, like a limited edition thing where, like, it, it yeah. has value because it's so valuable. I think I'd want to do, like, an experience thing, too. Like, oh, yeah. um, if I won the lottery, like, I would buy, like, like for instance, tonight, Avengers uh, Endgame premiere, like, I would buy, the like, the entire movie theater. Like, <laughs> oh, that'd be something cool. Something like that would be cool. That'd or, be like, I'd buy, yeah, like, I'd buy, like, every Super Bowl ticket. And, like, I'm the only fan, like, in the stadium. <laughs> or I could, I could resell Wow, dude, what more. if someone did that? That would be kind of, like, a fun short story. I don't know if 12 and a half million would be enough. Maybe there's a limit. Yeah, may, there, I was just thinking that. There could be, like, what if a limit you, for what how if many you like gave, uh, See, I, I was going to say, what if you gave the money up front to other people, and then you're like, give me the ticket, and I'll pay you for it. But, like... Dude, you could, ru- you could like, ruin the economy, like, by doing that. Like... <laughs> What is like the biggest thing you could sell out? What is the biggest thing that you could like sell, like buy? Buy just completely. It'd be fun to buy like Like every single ticket on an airplane. Oh yes, (laughs) that would be really cool. Like a standard flight. That would be so (laughs) like a normal flight. All the flight attendants are working. You probably could do that though, actually. 
But that would be, that'd be like, what flight? Oh, and you could bring as many carry-on bags as, as you wanted on there. Just throwing them on the seat and stuff. Okay, I think, like, maybe buying, like, a, like, like, renting, like, a jet or something and going on, like, a cool vacation and, like, paying off all your friends or families, like, like two weeks of work. And then, like, going on, yeah. like, a vacation and that just, like, fun, having yeah. fun for, like, two weeks. That would be really cool, too. Also, doing something, like, just ridiculous would be fun, too, like... Buying like like buying like a skateboard and then breaking it in half, or a guitar something along and, like, those lines. Ground. Yeah, something along those lines. Buying a Rubik's cube and not solving it. <laughs> yeah, or like buying like a building and just like like a famous building and just demolishing it. <laughs> that would seem a little. Well, like, would that be hysterical? <laughs> I like the ones. It's like I... Rich madman buys <laughs> building and destroys it for fun. I would build my own do perfect it. thing where it's like the, the the tower you go up and you just drop things from the top, like bowling oh. balls onto other like cars you, you and could stuff. You have endless fun just dropping <laughs> yeah, shit. That, that's what I'm you saying. You buy like a. I put it in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> just who wants to go drop shit? <laughs> just have like a. <laughs> I'd be like terrible. I'm thinking see that in the news. I'm thinking of like, 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 is it Mr. Burns from The Simpsons? <laughs> is is he the, the wrinkly old guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see him. Rich well, Mad Smithers, Man doing Smithers like, and Mr. Burns. Yeah. Yeah, I can see him doing something like that. A rich madman is like Dan Blazarian. Like, oh, what, think yeah. what would Dan Blazarian do? Yeah, that's do true. That. Yeah. That's absolutely true. He is the closest thing we have to like a rich madman. Yeah. Or like, he's, I, I would say I he's also like very close to being like. You know the real world Tony Stark. Yeah, he you thinks know? so. At least. Well, I think like, Elon. Not, like, no, I think Elon Musk thinks he is, but he's actually <laughs> not. It Dan, it's like a mix of Dan Bilzerian and and Elon Musk. That's Tony Stark. Yeah. No, <laughs> dude, that's actually a really good point. It is. It'd be a good. Tweet. Would you Would you pay money to hang out with Dan Bilzerian if like? No, I feel like that, he's, he'd be kind of a dick. Yeah, I don't think it'd yeah, be fun. True. I think yeah, if I like paid him to hang out, he'd probably like. You know, belittle me the whole time or something. <laughs> I like Dude, how we're thinking so of just cocky. things for ourselves. Yeah. Like, 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 we, we want to get on a headline for like rich madman does something, <laughs> but like instead of like doing something nice, we're like, like, oh yeah, like, like donating I think there was like the yeah, fund. like <laughs> donating money or like <laughs> like so when dropping. Black Pan when Black Panther came out, um, I forget which rapper it was, but he like bought out like and uh, like every show in Black Panther like in his like hometown city for, so like kids could see it. Oh, I think I did hear about that. Uh, like something like that. Like that would be like a cool kind of thing to do. I'd buy like, a tiger. But, <laughs> yeah, like Mike Tyson. That's the weird thing to me. Why do celebrities buy um, like animals like tigers and elephants? Like what? Because, what are, they're not we don't have a, one because that makes them different than us. But like it, yeah. at the what do you do it, with it? Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, at, when you actually have it, like it's cool. You can flex with it, take a picture. But like, yeah. what is really the true purpose? Like, you can't form a bond. You have to have a, a, a handler for it. So you have to hire a human being alongside. Wait, the what's animal. the most exotic animal that would like be easy to like raise that you would like, you know like an iguana or something? <laughs> iguana. I would say probably like a tiger. But th- like you couldn't like you You're could, I feel like you couldn't like, right like have it like sit at like the bottom of your bed. No, I'm talking about like if you had any money. Oh. Oh yeah. He, it, it would, a monkey. It would slaughter you in the middle of the night. Like one of those yeah. cute little monkeys. Oh, yeah. Like what type of monkey? Like uh, the one that one rapper has, Ray Shremmerd. Oh, okay. Spider monkeys. Spider. I think, I think spider a monkey. Monkeys. I think a monkey would get. I reminded me of that show. My. I don't so like quick. how they have to wear the diapers though. That's kind of yeah. ruins the point. <laughs> <laughs> I dress mine up like Curious George. Like a chimpanzee, though, that'd be kind of cool. Well, no, some monkey, people right? have owned chimpanzees, yeah. and they like it. That's like right. That's like Planet of the Apes. That's yeah, like Caesar, strong. and they're strong. Like, <laughs> like it, like attacked yeah. its owner. Like she got like hurt because of it. I'm talking about like a really like kind of just like innocent animal. The most exotic innocent animal you can buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Probably a bird. Oh, oh, you're okay. Like yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe a like a koala or like um. Yeah. No, koala bears are so dumb. Their brains are tiny. You would. They, they won't eat the eucalyptus leaves <laughs> off your hand because they don't understand it as food. They only eat it off the tree. Are they really? That's, yes. yeah. They're so that. stupid. So you'd also have to buy a eucalyptus tree. Something cute, though. Like, uh, oh, you know what would be cool would be taking like an all-expenses-paid trip to like the Galapagos Islands. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you could see like the, you could you see could the iguanas. Yeah. <laughs> the turtles and the yeah. finches. Yeah. Did you guys do that in high school? The the class about evolution, Charles Darwin and the Galapagos no, and finches. I wish I, I wish I could. We learned about it, but well, my that's teacher such loved cool it, stuff. and we learned about it the whole year. Oh, really? Grade. Okay, that's cool. It that's, wasn't. Yeah. It was terrible. Oh, really? <laughs> no? That's interesting <laughs> stuff. It was for like a week, and then we were kept talking about finches for like a whole school year. You okay, that's thing. fair. Finches just don't really stimulate me in the way I like. <laughs> oh, really? How about blue-footed boobies? <laughs> Those are a little better. Blue-throated sparrow. Yeah. Okay, so back to oceans. Yeah. Back to oceans. 
Um, yeah, wow, that was a, that was a good one right there. That was a good little little tangent. All right, um, so um, favorite character right now? I gotta say Danny. I gotta say Danny Ocean. I feel like that's a cop out, you know? Like okay, I, I, I mean, you. Like, no, not not against <laughs> you, but like it's it's. I have a lot of appreciation for the minor roles. Like I really like. Um, Casey Affleck and what's the other guy's name? Yeah, Scott Conn. I feel like they're vital. I feel like okay. I'll bad. say I'll say Saul then. I'll say um, I forget his name in real life. Uh, like let's say let's say Scratch, George Clooney, and Brad Pitt. Who are you working with? Linus. Oh. Linus, you like Linus? I like Linus. That that grab that he had when he when he got the card from Benedict was like the most insane like pickpocket of the movie. Oh yeah, when he like bumps into him. Yeah, when when he's like be, yeah, when he's like belittling um, Bernie Mac's character, and then Bernie Mac's character just kind of jumps on him. Matt Damon just like, like, tr- like shrugs off of Tony Benedict and grabs the key card. Yeah. Like, that was like what a pick or what a snag or whatever term pickpocketers use. I'm gonna say Don Don Shader. Basha. Basha. I like when he's like governor. Oh no! You mean Don? Oh, wait, what did he say? What Don? I what? I was really confused. Don Cheater. What's his name? Cheadle. Cheater. Cheadle. 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 John Cheadle. How, who's the guy that that they um they like they try to recruit and he he's like the one that funds them kind of not. Ruben. Some, Elliot Gold. Ruben. Yeah. Oh yes, that's who it is. I kind of like he's his character fun. and I like Saul. Too. I feel like the two like older kind of guys on the team. Yeah, they got the gold chains on. He's yeah. like that Jewish yeah. rich vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they're kind of like they're they're I'd say out of the side characters they're like my yeah, t- favorite Yeah, I, I like too. them too. And that one scene when the lights go out um, during the fight, Ruben is there with Tony Benedict. Yeah, he's behind him. And he, like, knows what's happening. If you, like, look at his face, he's got, like, a really funny, like, I love I love when there's, like, a shot like that when, like, someone's in the background. You might not notice it the first time, but when you rewatch it, you're like, because, like, you know, like, the twist. You're like, ah, okay, they knew the whole time. In that scene, they also had cameos in the boxing ring of some of the original cast from the 60s. Shit, I didn't catch any of that. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, um... Who was still alive? yeah, Frank Sinatra was alive. Definitely wasn't, wasn't alive. Frank Sinatra. Dean Martin. Much. I don't know. They, I saw that online as well. Um, so who is the original Rat Pack? It's Frank Sinatra. So was Frank Sinatra? Was this before he was famous for being a musician? I don't think so. Or after? Uh, no, was it was after. He was. They were already all musicians. First. Oh, they were all musicians. Yeah. I mean, he was an actor. Was, he won an Oscar. Was okay. Peter Lawford a musician though? Um, was he just an actor? So and then Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, so. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what Peter Cesar Romero's in it. <laughs> really? One thing my my I was talking to my parents and that they said was really interesting about this, the original one was that um, Frank Sinatra was sleeping with Marilyn Monroe, wow. and Marilyn Monroe yeah. was sleeping with JFK and, and Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, right? and Peter Lawford was like, um, I don't know, sleeping with her too, and he was like JFK's like brother-in-law or something like that. Oh, also. really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, she was all she was married to Arthur Miller, right? I thought. The Crucible guy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Weren't they? <laughs> Wait, let me look it up. <laughs> what a great book, though. Yeah. Yeah. He also did uh, Death of a Salesman. Yeah. Yeah, he was married to Mil- Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I had there. no idea. Um, I feel bad. From I'm not 56 as... to 61. I'm not as in tune with all these older movies. And then she died a year later. Um, older films. So, yeah, that's all right, Hunter. You're you good. Know, Have you ever seen the, the Crucible, the, ni- the '90s Crucible with Daniel Day Lewis? Oh, dude, I don't think so. I have seen. I would 12 love Angry to do Man a movie. Oh yeah, Twelve Year Men's great. Yeah, love I would that. love to do um, a movie with Daniel Day Lewis. Me too. Um, yeah, we should try to get that. <laughs> We should try to guide our dear I, viewers. I love Daniel D. Lewis. Okay, so on to the next segment, um, <clears throat> which is um, we talk about a movie that we'll ne- we won't talk about um, in another episode, but that one of these actors is in. I was looking at. Um, there's a lot of really good actors in this movie. Yeah. I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on Gravity. So George Clooney's the connection mm. there. Um, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? Dang it! So is that who else was in it? Um, Sandra Bullock, Bullock, who who actually plays. Danny Ocean's, Ocean's character, sister, yeah. sister, the equivalent in Ocean's Eight. Um, have you, know, you seen Gravity? I, like I, have yeah, seen I didn't like it. That's when they're floating in space. Yeah, I think so, I have so it's boring. It's okay. So you don't like it then? Okay. Um, I, I what I think is like it's an interesting movie, and I think it's like really really tense, but it's like the third act of a movie. Like if you get, what I mean, like there's like the mo- like yeah. the movie is all about just trying to like get to safety. I feel like there could have been like. A second and first act. I don't know. It feels like a mini series where you like, why? Like, why was she an astronaut? Why was she yeah, so incompetent? She's so incompetent. It's, it's so annoying. Yeah, it's an incomplete movie. I like it, but I think it's an incomplete movie though. I guess get that one confused with the movie with Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. 
Oh, that's passenger. Okay. <laughs> I like that one. That's more of a sci-fi. Gravity is more like like the Martian, where it's like it could happen in real life. Like it, it could. Um, not that I mean, just like without any action, or <clears throat> it's very unimpressive. Well, there it's really there's not action. Much. You're really <laughs> not missing much, Hunter. Do you like George Clooney's character in it though? Yeah, I like George Clooney. I like Sandra Bullock in it. Um, but I just thought the movie was like boring as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's boring. I th- I I pick will a, say it's entertaining. Okay. Another more. Right, I want to talk about Sandra Bullock so bad. About. Okay, all right. We can Let's talk about a time to kill. Yes, I well, love no, the but time it's gotta be. A, it's gotta be. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we just wanted to talk about Sandra Bullock. Yeah, she's not in Ocean's Eleven. Okay, she's in Ocean's okay. Eight. All right, I'll pull out another movie. How about, about we talk Manchester about Manchester by the Sea? I literally was just about to say. Have you seen Manchester by the Sea? I've never seen it. I really want to. I've heard it's a tearjerker. Dude, that's such a sad movie. It's a good movie. Okay, Warrior is like sad, but it's like it's like realistic sad kind of. This one is like. It happens to people, but this is, like, it's a type of movie where it's, like, a tragedy happens, and you're, like, if this happened to me or anyone I knew, like, I don't know how I'd, like, function as a person. Really? Like, I'm actually getting, like, teared up right now, like, sure. almost. Like, I it's can. that Let the record sad. show that we're handing Logan uh, a <laughs> tissue from the tissue box right here. That's a piece of paper, but thank it's, you. No, it's a tissue. <laughs> it is not a brand-specific tissue, though. Oh, God. I do not like weapon that knows it's paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who else do we have? So would you would you recommend Manchester by the Sea? Yes, I, it's okay. a, it's a really good movie. I want, I'd I really want to see it. I, just, I, I never got around to it. <clears> Another it Casey Affleck good one was uh, Gone Baby Gone. I haven't seen that, but That's that was directed by Ben Affleck, though. Okay, it's let's, a good one. What about let's try you guys to, watch Hawaii Five O? <laughs> no. no. But Scott, all right, let's yeah. try to find a movie that we've all seen. The scene, the scene when Scott Kahn and um, Casey Affleck are riding the, the cars, the, the, mo- the monster truck oh, and yeah. the RC car, after Scott Kahn... Um, runs over the RC car, he, like, leans back in the seat and does, like, a laugh that is, like, so eerily similar to, like, his a laugh is. that, like, his dad would have done. Yeah. Go ahead and check that scene out again. I wish I had a timestamp for yeah. you. It's Let's earlier on in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's during the recruitment oh, okay. process of the team. Why don't we, why don't we, um, wow, dude, actually, we could go Mount da- Matt yeah, Damon around next week. We should, oops, oh, hey, I'll, sh- down, but we I'll should shy away, from, yeah. I'll shy away from Matt Damon. Shy away from Matt Damon, go a little, see what Brad Pitt's got to work with. Oh, but Brad oh, Pitt, Troy. dude, Brad Pitt's got a lot, oh, Troy, okay. <laughs> Why is there not one movie that we all have? Mr. Seen? And Mrs. Smith. How about another George Clooney movie? Up in the Air. Did you guys see that one? I have. Yeah, Up in the Air. Like, how about The Descendants with <laughs> the George Descendants. Clooney? It's uh, with Shailene that. Woodley. Oh gosh, wow! It's actually set in Hawaii. Okay. Like hey, it. speaking of Moneyball. Speaking of oh, Moneyball. Um, Brad Pitt though. Oh, Moneyball. Moneyball. Okay. Oh, all right. Money let's ball. talk about Moneyball. <laughs> all right. Wait. Wait. I was gonna say something else. Speaking Jonah of Hill. Brad Pitt, <laughs> what do you guys think of the new Tarantino movie coming out? Well, that's why I didn't want to mention Brad Pitt, because, like, we could talk about Glorious Bastards, like, oh, next week. True. Oh, that'd be a good one. Um, dude, I'm really excited for Once Upon a Time. Next, uh, who's your next guest? We don't know yet. No? Uh, maybe Would Marcello? Would you like to pick? Yeah, probably, probably, well, probably Marcello. Marcello. We owe him because he, you know, has has done this great bumper music for us, which, you know, hey, well, you can let's, let's get a sample of it yeah, right now. a little sample. Wow. 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 And great? if you want a sample of the Sometimes music... We can't put it in here for copyright reasons. <laughs> <But> <laughs> do check them out. Thank, yeah, thank you, Marcello and Sometimes Band, for the bumper music. And thank you, Miss Cleverly, for uh, the graphics also. Yeah, always. Oh, I mean, we're she's the head of our, we're, she's we're head of our graphics department. Wow. Yes, my, my, uh, my mother is, a, is great um, with, with that, and I we really appreciate it. Uh, okay, let's talk about Moneyball real quick. Um, one of my favorite sports movies, actually. Even really? though it's not really about sports. It's the behind the scenes. It's behind yeah, the scenes. Totally right. drafting. And it's kind of a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? That is, it's a based off a true <clears throat> yeah, story? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Brad Pitt's based off of the GM of the uh, of the athletics. The A's, I forget yeah. his name. What's his name? Uh, it's uh, Billy Bean, yeah. Um, and, yeah, he changed baseball because he, he's the one that introduced uh, analytics into it, and that's how scouts, that's how a lot of scouts yeah. um, look at baseball now. Every sport, even. Analytics is becoming, like, huge. Yeah, like basketball. that's true. Stat of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was watching the show about it, and, uh, you know, people – especially in basketball, defenders are figuring out which way to push players, which way to send them on the court, because based off statistics and analytics, they're, you know, this amount percent less likely to make a shot from this yeah. corner of the court. Yeah, and, and it's something that, like, a lot of, like, younger people, like, people that go to college mm-hmm. for an, uh, analytics. And speaking of college, um, we have, uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of college, just like um, yeah, Rodney Dangerfield going back to school, uh, in, in, his, in his 1986 back film, to Back to School, yeah. Robert Downey Jr., um, Rodney Dangerfield, Sam Kinison has a very small part. Kurt Vonnegut, the author, uh, makes a cameo. Um, but a great flick all the way around. 
uh, a good, light, laughable movie. That yeah, and what's interesting is that he changes <laughs> his uh, his name to Melon, actually, in the film, uh, because he doesn't want to be associated with his uh, millionaire status, mm-hmm. uh, so he changes it. Very so, humble. Yeah, so, so... took the form of a melon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, just, just wanted to briefly mention Back to School. Um, yeah, it's just one of Augie and Mai's uh, favorite films. So. Quick plug. Yeah. Okay, um, any other final thoughts on Ocean's Love before we wrap it up here? You know, I would encourage Hunter? you two to watch 12 and 13. Um, okay. okay. You know, if you can make the time. Uh, so, okay, so it's not like watch it now. It's like if you have, if you have like If you're hours. like wondering, you know, what, you know, how their life <clears throat> progresses after that first heist, what they get into, how Tony Benedict is still relevant, um, and maybe, you know, even if you want to take it a step further and watch Ocean's 8, <laughs> no, I, I do actually because I I've heard that one's better than the other ones. I don't know what you think, I, but I, I that's liked, not the Ocean's Eleven. No, 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 no. I've heard it's cast. better than like the sequels. Not. I mean, it's its own yeah. movie. It's in no way related, other than the fact that they're siblings and he likes doing heists and. Sandra What's her Bullock name? Danielle Ocean. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's something Ocean. Okay. I um, I would like to see. It's got it's got an awesome cast, and I heard that the amazing Yen is in it. Do you recall? I think he's a cameo, or okay. I can't recall, but, but Rihanna is in it, and oh, Rihanna's nice. cool. Yeah, and I had Kate Blanchett. Yeah, she's yeah. good. Actually. All right, Augie, any final thoughts? Yes, my, my last thought I got is um, just as this song closes out uh, Ocean's Eleven, uh, I think it's fitting that we mention it on the closing out segment of our podcast. Um, the scene when they all walk away from the fountain with yeah. Claire de Lune. Oh, I, t- I really wanted to mention that, It's one of, like, my favorite endings of any movie ever. So yeah, fun fact about that one actually is that um, Steven Soderbergh didn't tell them which order to leave. So he just said like stand in front of it and when you feel like you want to leave then, then oh, you know, cool. leave. Because they set up like multiple cameras. But I, dude, I would I would pay money to get a sh- to stand in front of that fountain by myself like that. Because yeah. in real life there's never, there's never there's an, an opportunity. And who was it? Yeah. Saul? Saul was the last Saul's one? Saul's the last one, yeah. And he was the most reluctant to join. So yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to have like a picture like in that spot. Oh, yeah. We should go there for a picture next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that, that last scene is, yeah. is incredible. They, they pulled it off. The, the Claire de Lune... Claire, 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 is it Debussy? Claire de Lune? Yeah. Claire de Lune is the name of the, yeah. of the song, but is it, like, Frederick Debussy? I, yeah, I forget like the a, name of the composer. Yeah, but so um, the fountains are, like, spraying, and it's like the piano is, is playing... Uh, the Ooh, people nice are rhyme. swaying. It's, it's great. So. <laughs> nice rhyme scheme there. Yeah, no, Ocean's Eleven. It's just, it's a fun movie. Like I think out of all the movies that we talked about, uh, this might be like the the most like rewatchable one out of yeah, all of them. Yeah, something like a good heist. This is know? one of those movies that I watch every time it's on TV. Yeah, it's so much fun. All right, so um, Hunter, as always, we always like to do uh, to rate the film. Um, oh. Uh, every week we do this. Um, Augie, do you want to go first with your rating? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I would give this movie um, $189 million on Fight Night uh, out of $190 million uh, on Fight Night. All right, I'd give this movie um, 111 uh, bad Cockney accents. Okay, out of what? No, that's just my rating. <laughs> yeah, it, I guess it doesn't... I, I went a little, like, a step further. No, that's like, fine. I, I mean... Yeah. I would give this a... Ooh, a 9.3 of Jon Snow's out of... Ten Game of Thrones. Oh. oh, okay. You're bringing Game of Thrones into yeah. this now. I see. Okay. I'd love to be back on for a Game of this Thrones. This is the podcast. first week that um, I think Hunter's ratings do not match um, my <laughs> your ratings. Um, every other week, our guests have have done a very similar rating. Well, I was going to ask but... before you started if uh, if it was on a scale of ten or hundred. Then you guys just brought up. And that's all yeah, the well, time. It sounds we like got you actually there. haven't listened to our other shows, so you are fraud, and we're never releasing this episode. But it's yeah, a thank pleasure. you, thank you, yeah, thanks for joining us. Hunter it was a lot of fun, you, actually. We got thanks, some good uh, topics today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I think that uh, every week our numbers have gone down, so I think by like next week we'll have one listen, <laughs> and it'll be mine when I have to re- when I have to re-listen to it. Okay, so yeah, as thanks always, again, though. As always, I'm Augie. And I'm Logan. And this, this is, is We Start, Start With Movies. movies.